I'm going to tell you which young pitchers you're most likely to see debut at Target Field this year on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins, your daily Minnesota Twins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday, January 28th. Happy birthday, Jay Cole. Shout out, Jay Cole. Cole World. My name is Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. Starting a new content calendar here with you. We're going to break something down. And I want to give you a little overview of what to expect from me in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to talk about the youth movement and the rotation because that's the biggest storyline of this season, of 2022, as we look forward. Because it's supposed to be starting in a couple of weeks. It's supposed to report to spring training. So hopefully we get a, a deal here in the next week or two so that can happen. But the biggest storyline without a question is the youth movement and the rotation, the rotation period. Who are we going to see? When are we going to see them? Why are we going to see them now? And how did this happen? Or how did the Twins build a little top 10 here over a pipeline loaded with pitchers? We're going to look back at all those things. But today we're going to talk about who. Who are you going to see debut potentially at Target Field in 2022? Hopefully they're healthy. Because last year, you would have seen Yoandron, Josh Winder, maybe Jordan Balazovic, probably not, because he was healthy for mo most of the year. He got a slow start at the beginning. But definitely Duran, definitely Winder. You would have seen them if, if not for injuries last year. I think Cantorino's on the fast track as well. So we're going to talk about those guys and some more on who you're going to see in 2022, if healthy. And that's the biggest caveat with all this, right? The Twins need to stay healthy in the rotation. And they just didn't last year majors and minors just didn't stay healthy outside of jose barrio so i want to talk about that today and who because that's I, that's the question right who's it gonna be and as much as it is what can we expect from them it's who right so i want to i want to go over that and then next week starting next week we're gonna go with or the week after actually we're gonna talk about falvey and levine and talk about their tenure and their successes and their failures and their leash and we've discussed this a little bit i want specific episodes talking about falvey and levine talking about what will dictate their legacy now. Because last year, on the record, I was saying, this will dictate the legacy. 2021, 2022, 2023, these next couple of years, 2021, definitely put a stain on it. And now in 2022, there are things that need to happen, things that we need to see in 2022 in order to uh, fairly assess this front office, for lack of a better word. We're going to look at their successes, their failures, and their leash for 2022 and beyond. Then we're going to look at ownership, successes, failures, future payroll, all of those things. So we have a ton of great stuff coming for you. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Listen wherever you get your podcast. Follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. Follow the show at Lockdown Twins. Just because we're in the middle of the lockout doesn't mean the content stops. We've pushed on. We continue to develop. We continue to produce. We continue to record three days a week. And we'll go to five eventually in season. We'll be back to five. I know you're missing those two extra episodes. I know you're missing those game recaps late at night after a Twins blowout loss to the White Sox. We'll bring it back for you this summer. I can't wait. So who are you going to see in the rotation? What makes this really interesting for me is that we've already seen Bailey Ober and Joe Ryan. Those two are a great example of 
success stories, right? Joe Ryan wasn't even on our radar, gets traded for Nelson Cruz. And it's funny, it's like beauty in the struggle. The struggle was the Twins were terrible last summer. Their last place team, they have to trade Nelson Cruz at the deadline. It seemed unfathomable that that would ever happen. That's the struggle. The beauty is they got Joe Ryan out of it. There's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success, right? There's ugliness in the success as well uh, for a lot of teams. So they get Joe Ryan back. Wasn't even on our radar. Bailey Ober, we talked about Bailey Ober because he got added to the 40-man. His numbers were ridiculous in the minors, but he was backing it up with an 88, 89-mile-an-hour fastball. Just not great stuff. What do you know? Adds a few ticks of velocity on both his fastball and slider. Has a great rookie season. He was my Twins pitcher of the year and now is entrenched in the rotation for 2022 and beyond. And now all of a sudden you have two guys here and we should temper expectations. I agree with my friend Tom Froming who made a video about Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober. Should temper our expectations, but poof, basically out of nowhere, you have a three and a four for 2022 and hopefully beyond if they're healthy and effective after 2022. There you go. There's two right there. And the ceilings for them remain to be seen. I don't know how much better Ryan can be. I don't know how much better Ober can be. Again, I describe them as a three and a four interchangeably on a in a good rotation for 2022. And that's not a knock on either of them. I think they both have bright futures. I think they're both going to be solid major leaguers for the Twins, hopefully for the Twins, uh, maybe in another at another club if they're traded. But all of a sudden you have two rotation mainstays, it seems like. Nice. That's great. Out of nowhere. What makes this interesting is you have those two and now you add in the top prospects because neither of them were twins top prospects at this time last year. Joe Ryan was not even in their system. Bailey Ober is more of an afterthought in the system. He was added to the 40 man. That was a great ad, but we weren't talking about him. Like we talk about Jordan Balzavic or Yohan Duran or Josh Winder, or Cole Sands, Matt Cantorino, Simeon Woods Richardson, who wasn't in the system either last year. So they have supplemented. They have gone out added some nice young starters, added some prospects to a pool that already had some interesting prospects. So I want to talk about who you're going to see at Target Field outside of Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober. Let's get to it after this word from Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. Let's make yours easier to stick to. Built Bars taste so good, you're going to want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill, Built Bars are delicious and Built Bars are healthy. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. By like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Plus only four grams of net carbs and 130 calories in most Built Bars. That's huge for a type one diabetic like me. Huge for you as well. You go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bars are delicious. Built Bars are healthy. Thank you, Built Bar, for your sponsorship. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. Talking about young starters, you're going to see, hopefully, if healthy, in the rotation in 2022. And I don't want to get too deep into the weeds of why this is happening because we're going to have a full episode on why this is happening or when this will happen or how this happened. We're just going to talk about who today and who starts with Jordan Balazovic, who to me is the second best pitching prospect in the system. I said it. I've said it for years. I've said it for two, three years now. I think Jordan Balazovic is the second best pitching prospect in the system. And now he's behind Joe Ryan. Before, he was behind Yohan Duran to me. 
Joe Ryan is the best pitching prospect in the system at this point. Jordan Balzavic is too. And I think you're not going to see Balzavic right away, but I think he could have the biggest impact. So if we're ranking by impact of who you're going to see, Jordan Balzavic, 95-96 with a fastball, big-time breaking ball, developing changeup, splitter he was working on last year. You talk to guys, like we talked to Spencer Steer, and Spencer said Jordan's stuff is just electric, I think was his quote. And then we talked to Cody Funderburk, and, and Funderburk was talking about Balzavic too. And these guys almost don't have words for his stuff. Like they don't, they don't even know what to say. I said, hey, what's it been like pitching with Jordan Balzavic? And Cody and Spencer are both just gleaming about Jordan Balzavic and his stuff. So I think he could have the biggest impact on the team in 2022. You heard the quotes from Wes Johnson last year that they were tweaking Jordan, and they said that his walk rate would have been lower if they just left him alone, but they were having him throw more changeups, more splitters in his starts to try to get him to work on that pitch in game action, which makes sense. That's what the minor leagues are for, and it's a great reminder of it's a development. They're developing. You can't always read the stat line and say, hey, this is who he is. Jordan Balzavik's walk rate was way up last year, but we know he was throwing a lot more splitters, and Wes Johnson, the Twins pitching coach, says, hey, if, if we wouldn't have tweaked him, he would have put up big-time numbers as he did in 2019. So Jordan Balazovic starts with him. I think you're going to see him in 2022 for the Twins. I think he's going to start in the Saints rotation. I don't know if they feel confident in his splitter at this point to just let him go pitch for the Saints and let him go pitch for the Twins. But um, Balazovic is is the name, the name. And there are a lot of names here. Yohan Duran is an X factor for the 2022 Twins because I think there is a great opportunity to put him into that hybrid role, to have him start some games, to have him come in the middle innings, to have him close some games, maybe even if the Twins have a 2-3 run lead and you feel confident and he's pitching well and he's healthy. Yohan Duran's stuff is the best among the Twins pitching prospects. Matt Cantorino's included in that. I think Duran... 100, 101 with the fastball, that splinker. I think worst case, he's hurt and he never pitches in the majors. The next step up from that is he's a, a high leverage reliever for the Twins. His stuff's that good. So you're looking at Duran potentially making his debut in 2022 as well out of the bullpen or as a starter. Remains to be seen. Not a lot of innings on his arm the last couple of years for the Twins, but he's huge. 6'5", I think he's 240. Uh, starters build, but Again, we don't know if he'll start or not. Hopefully he does. Hopefully his elbow holds up and he's able to start and take on a, a bigger workload and get lefties out at the major league level. But Yohan Duran's another one. So Balazovic Duran, we've been talking about him for years. We've been talking about those two for two years, three years, four years. Uh, you know, Duran 2018 trade. So coming up on four years for him. And then Balazovic's big breakout was in 2019. Uh, you know, got bigger, added velocity. Josh Winder's three. And when we talk about when, we'll talk about why I think Josh Winder will be the first one called up in 2022 um but josh winder last year people forget how good he was he was amazing at double a again added velocity 95 96 josh winder was a 20 to 30 range prospect maybe for the twins maybe polished pitcher low 90s fastball not great stuff but good numbers and, and always had strong walk rates but he added ticks to his fastball and all of a sudden he's a twins top pitching prospect he's a top 10 twins prospect period at this point and he's super close to the majors in his mid-20s and looks like he can make an impact on the team today so winder had shoulder issues last year again health's a question like it is for duran like it is for balazovic too like it is for any pitching prospect but josh winder is set to debut in 2022 and i think he's another x factor of josh winder my expectations for josh winder are to slide right into this rotation and 
hopefully put together a season like Bailey Ober, which is right around league average. I think he has the stuff to do it. I think he has the command to do it. I think he has the experience to do it. He's an older pitching prospect. He's pitched at the high minors now. I think Josh Winder is a good bet to have a league average ERA, hopefully, in his rookie season. Maybe that's too high of a bar, but I am higher on him for sure. I think Winder can can put together a really nice season for the Twins, spending most of his time in the majors because they're opening it up for all these guys. The, the rotation is open. If you pitch well, you've got to move up to the Twins. Uh, we'll talk more about that next week. But let's continue on this list after this word from Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. There might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season from scored totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. And it's not just football, Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline is where the game starts. Head over to BetOnline, use promo code LOCKDOWN, get that 50% welcome bonus. Thank you, BetOnline, for sponsoring Lockdown Twins and the Locked On Podcast Network. Jordan Balzavik, Yawanderon, Josh Winder, Cole Sands. A sleeper in this. So you have X-Factors, sleepers, top top prospects. Cole Sands is a sleeper because he's done nothing but put up great numbers in the minors. With less than stellar stuff. Reminds me a little bit of Bailey Ober. If you can get a tick or two on Cole Sands and he stays healthy, here's another mid-rotation starter. So we've discussed this before. If you can develop Ryan, Ober, Sands, Widener into mid-rotation starters, your lower-level prospects, Again, not a knock on them. I like these guys. Lower-level pitching prospects. If you can develop them into mid-rotation, the back-of-the-rotation starters, that's going to save you a ton of money. One, which I don't care if it saves them money. I care if they use that money to invest in the team in other places. Two, it's going to give you that feel of a pipeline, right? You're going to start to be like, ooh, we just Josh Winder's in mid-rotation. Here comes Cole Sands. Oh, man. who's here, Here's Simeon Woods-Richardson now coming up. All of a sudden, you have like – the stream, and then you have Jordan Balazovic, and then you have Yohan Duran. You already have Ryan and Ober. So it gives you that, that stream, and that's what happened in Cleveland. That's what continues to happen in Cleveland. And then the difference is, can you hit on a Shane Bieber? Can you hit on an Aaron Savali or a Cal Quantrill? Can you hit on those guys as being top of the rotation starters? And for the Twins, that's that's always been the question, right? Jose Brios, Yohan Santana. Haven't had a ton of uh, top of the rotation starters in uh, coming out as homegrown pitchers. But that's the question. Can they do that? A, can they develop mid-rotation starters at a consistent pace? B, can they develop frontline starters? Not asking for consistently. Can one of these guys develop into a frontline starter for you? Because I always say it, the hardest thing to do in baseball is develop a superstar player, position player, or develop an ace. And those, those are the most expensive things in baseball. Power on either side. It's like if you can go out and get Max Scherzer, he's going to cost you $80 million at 38 years old or whatever he got paid. Like it, it costs you a ton to go get ace-level starting pitching. We know that because the Twins haven't done it. They haven't gone out and done that. So you got to develop it with, from within, and I am encouraged by this group. Matt Cantorino have at five. People were surprised, I think, to see Cantorino on my Twins daily list pretty high because I think Cantorino, more than anybody, love his stuff. We had him on the show. He's great. 
is, is a bullpen risk. He's a risk to go to the bullpen because he just doesn't have the innings on his arm. So maybe like Duran, and this is not just banishing him to the bullpen and saying you're never going to be a starter again. Like Duran, you can give him that hybrid role if he's healthy. His stuff, I think, is good enough to pitch at the major league level. I just like Duran. I think they can they can pitch in the majors now with their stuff. And I think for Cantorino, it might benefit him to get innings at the upper minors. And then if he pitches well and he stays healthy, why not? Why not bring him up in a bullpen role or hybrid role like Duran? Like them both for that. I think they fall into the same group in terms of stuff. I think they fall into the same group in terms of future bullpen risk. I think think they fall into the same group of future injury risk. Um, Duran and Cantorino. Cantorino, another X factor in this system. Number six, Simeon Woods Richardson. Would call him a sleeper too, even though he's like the highest rated prospect among all these guys. He had a really tough 2021 season at double A for Toronto. Gets traded over to the Twins. And we're not talking about Simeon as much because he struggled last year and because he's younger. But again, you're talking about a big pitcher. Six, I think he's 6'4", 6'5", at 220, 230, and he's only 21 years old. I think the Twins... Hopefully it can work with him, add some ticks of velocity, more consistent velocity, get up to 95, 96 consistently. He's already polished, potential four-pitch mix. I'm excited to watch him pitch next year, and I think he's another quick riser potentially in this system. And a sleeper, I have him ranked sixth, but he might be the best prospect they have at this point in among their starting pitchers in the minors. So those are the guys I think you're going to see. There are some others like Drew Strotman, Chris Valamont, uh, potentially out of the bullpen, but those are the main guys who I think could have the biggest impact on the team in 2022. Balzavic, Duran, Winder, Sands, Cantorino, Woods, Richardson. Who are you most excited to see for the Twins in 2022? Who am I missing who you think will make an impact on the team next year? Let me know in the comments. Let me know on Twitter. Let me know in your reviews, whatever. Just talk to me. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We're free and available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening today. We'll be back on Monday. We'll talk then. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Have a great weekend and go Twins.